All right, welcome back to the number one crystal watch podcast, uh, Weekend Plans, where we watch crystals. And if they misbehave, <laughs> we'll know about it. It's true. I have all the instruments to measure <laughs> their behavior. But I wasn't week, introduced yet. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. I know, you broke the fourth wall. It's ruined now. There's Christina just barging her way through the introduction. Can't you know, talk I about crystals. <laughs> I think we should just cancel the whole podcast now. We're except done. now you just now Jamie comes just steamrolling into you know, just screw the entire professional intro I started to do. This <laughs> is all a yeah. Waste. Fuck your podcast. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm your oh, host. now Christina's taking over as host. I see. What <laughs> Tired to throw the night away. This is a crystal uh, appreciation podcast now. <laughs> Oh, and we're God. not talking about like healing crystals. We're no, not no, talking no. about that. Science crystals. Yeah, the ones that matter, not like, you know, manifestation and stuff. Yeah, well, because yeah, you know, manifest them into existence. Well, yeah, Christina's growing them, so that's a little bit yeah. different, but she's manifesting yeah. them with her energy and science powers. People have science powers. Absolutely no idea what we're talking about. Not one bit, uh, which is great. Um, but for real, this is Weekend Plans. This is where we talk about movies and TV shows and video games and anything else we take our week- weekends and weekdays up with. But weekday weekend plans was too long. Um, so we are finally, we're going back to The Bachelor with this episode just to kind of think the dust has settled, words have come out, emotions have been made, and now the season feels like it was an entire waste. <laughs> oh yeah, Bachelor is never truly over. So no, it never ends. It never ends. Uh, but this is where we go back. Uh, Matt James has been doing his press tour, um, and other things have happened, including an interview that was deleted from the final rose was finally. Aired. Oh god! And it seemed like it was actually should have been aired, but whatever. Oh, a billion percent. Do we want to start that with that or where, where are we starting? Because this whole thing is basically one giant episode of Christina's tea. So I guess since she tried to take over, <laughs> I will just hand the reins over before she like, you know, twists my arms and bullies me. And takes. Oh, me. Yes. Welcome to afternoon tea. We're going to have a selection of tea tastings for all, all of you. <laughs> this, evening. this whole just whole episode is just a tea party with crumpets and scones. God, it sounds wonderful. It is wonderful. Sponsored by the British Bake Off. (laughs) I wish. That's a much more pleasant, pleasant, wholesome show than The Bachelor is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think that's a good place to start. We can talk about Bree's interview that was on, uh, so she was there, filmed an interview Mm -hmm. um, on After the Final Rose, and it was not aired for whatever reason, probably because she's too good. Yeah, she's better than everyone else that was there. Um, but with except with the exception of maybe Michelle, um, sure. but you know Michelle's the queen. We stand. It's fine. Um, but yeah, like I I don't understand because I thought it was a really good interview. Like they could have cut out several moments of Rachel and Matt just kind of staring at each other or staring at the ground, mm-hmm. and aired this. Like right. they didn't need the whole recap thing because like I feel like because it was like a, there's like a ten minute video that you can watch. Um, with the interview but half of it's a recap of her getting broken up with oh. right which they always do but it's also it's just strange because after the final rose is always the final gr- like couple girls like three or four yeah. girls always so this is just it's so strange and 
I don't really see a good reason for it. Cause it's not like she said or did anything iffy. And the whole thing was very eloquent. It was very like well-mannered. Yeah. She was like, she said nice things about Rachel. She said nice things about Matt. She like, it, I mean, other than the fact that she did say she had reached out to Rachel and Rachel had never responded to her. Yeah. I was gonna say that was the only thing that I could think mm-hmm. was even borderline like mean or right. like could have come any sort of way. So basically when uh, the scandal with Rachel Kirkconnell first came out, uh, I guess Brie had reached out with reached out to her and was like, hey, like if you need anyone to talk to, I'm here, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, at this point, since between then and after the final rose, it had been a good couple of months or, right. you know, like a month. Um, yeah, I think a month. And Rachel hadn't apologized or said anything yet. And Brie, Brie even says that mm-hmm. she reached out from like a checking on her, like making sure she was right. okay. And even after Rachel's never responded and at this moment, like she's just backstage and I guess they still haven't even talked. Like how awkward is that? But uh, she even says after that, like, oh, I can't assume what it's like for her to be going through this. So like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume that she has good intentions and is just like really busy and has a reason for not responding. Like she, even then she was like, gave all these olive branches, which to be honest, Rachel does not deserve. No, like she was like, yeah, I'm sure she has a lot going on and, yeah. You know, she has a lot on her plate and blah, 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 blah. Like, I mean, here we are now, like, almost a month after they filmed after the final rose. But, like, I don't know. Like, Rachel's back to posting reg- very regular content on Instagram. Like, very it's regular. Still gating many followers. Yes. So, like, I just think it's very strange that she would have never reached out. And I don't know if she still hasn't or what have you. But yeah, I think that whole bit was very interesting and, and very telling. Yeah, I yeah agreed. And it it is super disappointing and definitely makes me question a lot of the like work Rachel's doing. Um, right. I would like to hear from her as an explanation. I don't know if she said anything. I, I have I don't follow her. So I, don't um, I followed her just to kind of see what she was to see if she would say anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. She hasn't said anything like she did you know, post a couple of, you know, things with the re- uh, recent, you know, attacks on Asian people um, and, you know, resources for that. But I mean, you can take that however you want to take it, um, whether it's performative activism or if it's, you know, genuine. Um, I'm not, I'm not the one to say, <laughs> but right. um, yeah, she hasn't made any other comments about The Bachelor at all. Yeah, I just... I, I don't I really I don't get it it yeah it's very strange it didn't get aired like even a little bit she just completely no. scrubbed from the actual thing and odd odd choice all around yeah and I didn't end up listening to it but um I did see a couple of clips from the Nick Vile podcast um mm-hmm. where she was just like yeah like I I don't know why they didn't tell me they were cutting me out of it like I was just as surprised as anybody else yeah super bizarre yeah, uh, but she's great. I uh, actually, I think she see she mentioned maybe in a in an Instagram or or something where she was not sure she wanted to go to paradise. I can't yeah. blame her because she's been so screwed over by <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the show. Like she's, I mean, she would do amazing if she did go, and I would love to see more of her because I think she's just like a super mature, respectful 
uh, you know, wonderful lady. <laughs> I don't know, that sounded really creepy. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just, I, I like the classier women and, you know, right. seeing them on the show being represented, especially people of color being presented in a better light. I don't know. So a billion percent would be nice to see her, but totally understand if she does not go to paradise. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's actually kind of funny because it feels like with, like you kind of said, Rachel's going back to posting normal content. And then um, her talk also talking about like not being wanting to touch base with Bachelor stuff anymore. And uh, Matt James actually was, we'll, we'll dive into this deeper, but he was on a podcast, Bill Simmons podcast, which is mainly sports related. But um, that first like 30 to 40 minutes, they're talking just nothing but Bachelor. And he basically said the same thing. He's like, I legit want nothing to do with this franchise again. I'm thankful for what it did for this moment. He goes, but I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And like Bill even says, like Bill Simmons brings up, he goes, he goes, I kind of feel like this entire season of the bachelor was just a giant downer. And he goes, I mean, do you agree with that? And the way Matt actually answers that is kind of, it's, it's again, he's such a nice guy out off like what they showed on the show they even bring that up too that he got cut down to be like this dummy almost he's just there a billion percent <laughs> he's just there we all question that too we're like what is his personality and it's not yeah. like that was his fault at all like it's... we've seen clearly that he has a really good personality that was just yeah. not shown at all no they like yeah, cut cause... him down to be a thing 100 percent. and like i listened to about half of this interview with you and like i thought he was like very well spoken like i really quite enjoyed him yeah. And like he was funny, like like he has a personality. Like oh my god, like surprise. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't the know. Reason that these girls were actually attracted to him, they were actually attracted to what he is, and it's just it's just weird. It makes the season super weird because it's like they focus so heavily on like the girl drama. And he even said he goes, I honestly feel like all of us walked in younger and left. Like just he like he made the joke about the beard being wiser, but he's like, we all learn something about ourselves. We all took something heavy away from this. And like maybe that's what we watched. We watched like Katie, except that she's not gonna take shit from anybody. She's gonna stand up for people and like she's she just can't be so that she made her choice to do that. And like then you have of course Rachel with everything that she's facing. And he goes, he was just kind of like, people took new things about themselves away from this. Because it was kind of heavy. It feels like it was heavier than just finding like your wife or whatever. Yeah, I think that's a um, kind of like a almost creepy skill that the the editors and the producers of this show have is where they have this cast of people, right? And they interview them several times. They they have bios on them. They have experiences yeah. with them, uh, and then they take that person and they, a, a, you know, a person might have a lot of things going on in their life and a childhood and like all these different stories and reasons why they're the person that they are but they condense it down into like this you're the villain and now we're going to highlight all the things that make you the villain or you're the nice sweet girl from a small town we're going to highlight all of those things and they like have this crazy skill to just hone in and like pin down that one thing and then I'm sure a lot of these people don't go into it thinking like I'm the villain but all of those yeah. traits right. that are so easily manipulated into that type of role just get built upon. Yeah. And like, you know, further, further pressed for plot points. So it's like they get fit into these different little characteristics and 
I'm sure it is like, like Katie gets thrown into this role of like, oh, I'm the, I the take no bullshit girl. And I'm sure like she going into the show wasn't like, this is my personality, but she's just outgoing as hell. Like, right. And, right. It's just, you know, it's put under a magnifying glass. It is a billion percent. And that's what, like, I think you guys actually really enjoy this, this, his interview with Bill, uh, because maybe like, because Bill Simmons is like a, like a, a bro, right. They can talk about sports. They can talk about whatever. It felt like he knocked down an extra wall and he was just actually talking like everything he to, said, I believed like I, I listen to that. Yeah. He truly just, he sounded like he was just talking. He was venting. Like he, he talks about the editing process. He made, he makes a couple jokes about like how he did get edited down to be like just a dude. That's just there. He goes, they took away so much from like what we, he was, they were talking about how like long these sessions go too for like an, a, a rose ceremony. Rose ceremony will start at like seven, eight o'clock at night. And he goes, sometimes we were there until like five in the morning. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. and fully dressed up like those girls have to wear those heels the entire time. They have like drink limits, like they're only allowed like three drinks or something, like per like two to three hours. Because he also oh, says like, by the time, yeah, he goes like by the time you're, or maybe it was like two drinks every like two hours or whatever. Dude, I think it's uh, I think it's two drinks an hour because I uh, one of the girls had done like an Instagram Q and A yeah. the other day, and she was like, oh yeah, like you get two drinks per hour, otherwise you'd be fucking sloshed. And she's yeah. like, and usually we don't even drink that much. Yeah, he was. That's what he was saying. He goes like, it, it was two drinks an hour. He goes, but those first couple of weeks, like people were finding out that can actually add up really quick in these situations. And like he goes, we were pretty like at the end of it, we we're pretty drunk. Uh, mm-hmm. And he goes like, the, until they like learned their limits and stuff with this. Yeah, there's a lot of behind the stuff scenes. It, he behind the stuff scenes. Yeah, behind the stuff scenes. Behind the stuff scenes. Behind the scenes stuff. Behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, How many I'll beverages just... have you had this hour? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll just like go into this interview if you guys want because it's very fascinating. Yeah, uh, go for it. He he was even talking about like he goes they're there uh, in Pennsylvania. We were all wrong about North Carolina. It's Pennsylvania. Um, Pennsylvania maybe. Dutch. That's where the creepy milk date was. Yeah, correct. And, uh, he he talks about how they're there with no cell phone, no connection to like internet, any of that. Um, they're just there hanging out and he goes i eventually needed to talk to people and he goes i legit sometimes before a rose ceremony would go down to the kitchen staff and he had like a chef he would hang out with and he was actually talking to the chef about what decisions he should make who should he keep who should he send home what are these connections he's having he goes i just started talking to the people that work there oh my god where's the chef and when can we get an interview with him <laughs> he goes right? like, yeah he was just like i we became i became friends with just the staff because i needed to talk to somebody um all right so which producer. one of us is going to call up nema colon and <laughs> start just asking for different I'm, staff members i'm sure tmz is already on it no shit right for real but yeah it was just like nuts to think and then um so then bill was like oh shit he goes so like if you're that close with just like the staff like the day staff like you're talking to valets and stuff he goes how close were you to chris and he legit and matt goes yeah chris and i were very tight we talked about a lot of heavy things that were on my mind and on my heart and so bill goes how did that make you feel when he's like you know he stood up for rachel and he said the things he did he goes and this actually made me feel good about chris harrison because matt goes i was shocked he goes i felt like i knew this man you know too like very well we've opened up to each other we've had heart to hearts like we talked 
because I viewed him as a friend and all that. And he goes, and it felt like, and this is what he said, it hurts most with Rachel too, is he goes, it felt like I knew this person very well. And then they just showed this side that was so counter to what they viewed him. What he viewed, yeah, what he yeah. viewed him as. And he goes, but I don't think Chris is a terrible person. He goes, I think, he, and he kind of like stands up for him a little bit. He kind of says, he's a nice guy. Like he means well, like made me feel a little bit better. That he might've just opened his mouth too early and just said some stupid shit without thinking or researching um, and understanding his platform. But he, he talks about how that was the same with Rachel because Rachel was my person. Rachel and I opened up to each other. Like we, I've never opened up to somebody they spent time together in like the honeymoon post show things still talking and talking even deeper because now there's no cameras for sure. Right. And he goes, it felt, it felt like, it feels like someone's kind of like said, that's not your person. Like you don't actually know that person as much as you think you do because here's this other side of her. You didn't know. And like, that's for him where he got hung up on was he was just like, I felt like I knew her. And then there was this entire like thing she didn't even tell me about right so bad for him yeah and it's and it's but he also said like you know it took him a couple it took him a couple weeks after like everything came out for him to like finally kind of just end things but he goes he goes i don't want to say never to you know getting back together with her he goes i believe people can change themselves i believe people can save themselves and redeem themselves he goes i don't want to say never i wouldn't be surprised if like after the dust settles and everything to where he wouldn't get too much blowback from getting back together with her that he would. Yeah, yeah. Like I would say, like give it a year, and they'll be back together. I mean, look at Claire and Dale; they're already yeah, bitch. <laughs> they are going strong. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh, nothing ever happened. We've always been this perfect couple. Look at us. <sighs> like it's crazy town. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They're tagging each other in their stories <laughs> again, and like all this shit. I mean, I don't follow either of them, but I just see it in other people other yeah. people's stories that they talk stories. about it and it's crazy Yikes. yeah but I, I i highly advise if anybody is very curious to understand matt more as a person it's the bill simmons podcast it's matt james from the bachelors on the title you can't possibly miss it again i would say the first 30 to 40 minutes because then they end talking about sports and they talk about mm-hmm. um although it was funny he would be like uh, he like befriended one of the producers on a sports level and like the nba finals was starting to go on in the playoffs and he goes like in between like shots and stuff, like he'd run over and like tell me the score of like the <laughs> finals that was happening. And so like you kind of just get like again, like more peek behind the curtain of him. And I'm like, there's an entire person here that this the behind show... the scenes stuff yeah. is like the shit I love. I love hearing yeah. about that. Well, it's mm-hmm. just like you realize like you kind of like you said, Christina, it's like you realize how good the editors are in possibly a bad way. Because they can successfully remove this entire man's personality, and just listen to story. this. Yeah, and listening to this interview alone, there's so much personality there. Like, I got why girls were like, "Oh, he's great, he's wonderful," because they would say that, and I'm like, "Is he?" I don't get it. <laughs> Where have you guys watched Unreal at all? No, but I've heard it's actually really good. Okay, it's it's really heavy and it's wild and it's kind of dark and depressing but it's fascinating and also (laughs) so if you don't know it was a it's a show it's a drama just like a you know fictional drama show about a bachelor like show but it's uh the story is focused on the producers and the people behind the scenes that are like making the show um so it's like 
very behind the curtains and they're all just like fucking terrible people and it like exposes (laughs) a lot of the like way that they manipulate people and like you know create these stories and do whatever they do but it's like it was written by like people that used to work on the bachelor oh that's wild yeah so i didn't know that part (laughs) yeah so and and they've they like people have said before it's not like it's obviously over dramatized but some of it is there's a little bit of truth to it and it is absolutely wild like it is it definitely gets like dark and crazy like the very first episode they're like super racist and they're just like shitty people and it's like like they don't give a shit about anybody they don't give a shit about the love they don't give a shit about like the romance they're just like how can we sell this television show like manipulate (laughs) them like bring in their dad like to traumatize them do this like what can we do and it's it's insane it's it's definitely an interesting show to watch by the way, really quickly, when you were like, oh, bring on his dad, traumatize him. In the um, Bill Simmons thing, he, like, addresses that because Bill Simmons was really? like, yeah, because yeah. remember, like, we were all, like, all like, oh, like, did he know? Like, how is that going to work? Um, he said that he was very aware. Like, the producers were like, hey, like, is it cool if we bring your dad on? Like, they asked him permission. Okay. So he was like, That's you know good. what? Yeah. yeah. But I, he wasn't expecting, like, the actual, like, outcome and that's where the actual like kind of shock and surprise was. So like the reactions were very genuine, but he knew he was coming. That but makes he me feel better. Didn't know yeah. it. Me too. Like that okay. was very redeeming for me. Like I was just like, okay, okay, I feel better. Yeah. Yep. And and even further that um, he uh, talks about how like him and his dad actually did truly repair things, and in fact his it caused his dad to now reach out to his brother, and so his oh, dad's cool. repairing both the relationship with Matt and then Matt's brother as well. So yeah, so it's like makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, a little bit better. (laughs) It's like fuck. All right, at least you got a relationship with your dad again. Like that's cool. Like (laughs) you, you like it only took you being on national television, but you know, (laughs) being on national television and then having the choice you made turns out to have like a very ignorantly racist past that just is very damning. So like. Your, your your love story just shattered to a million pieces in front like, of everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oof, oof. Like, well, okay. Speaking yeah. of uh of Matt, we can go into then the other big story about Matt, which is so he hit a million followers, which I think he's only like one of three last yes. contestants on The Bachelor, like ever. Or, uh, it, well, three people of color, period, because three. one of them I. Th- Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So three people of um, color that have reached yeah. a million followers yeah. in general. Yeah. Cause I think, um, Taisha was one yeah. of them, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then it was another woman from a several seasons back. Um, and yes. I want to say she's Hispanic. I- I'm going to look it up yeah. really quickly. Cause now I need to know. Yes, please do. Um, but so right after that happened, essentially he wiped his entire Instagram, uh, archived all of his pictures. There's nothing there for at least I think a day or two Damn. a couple days yeah it was um, almost and, a week yeah and people were like worried about him because I, I did see too um I saw a post on reddit that was somebody who had a Matt James fan account um and a bunch of people had been dming them thinking that they were the actual Matt James and she was just so she posted a bunch of the dms she's like like I'm not even the real Matt James and this is just a snippet of some of the the DMs I'm getting just to give you an idea of the hate that Matt is getting after the final rose aired um and they were just all these 
horrible, horrible DMs like, how dare you treat Rachel like that? She's a good girl. You're the racist one for like doing all of this and blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, you, you're terrible. There's all these horrible, horrible, hateful messages. So just like, can't even imagine what he was getting. I hope he just like turned it all off and was like, I'm going to just blank slate for a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, then he comes back, talks about NFTs a lot which I have to be honest, don't understand. I've read yeah. about them a lot. Don't get it. Don't understand. Whatever. The only thing about NFTs that I, I heard that I actually got on board with is that um, there's an idea that any woman that gets an unsolicited peen in their DMs, you turn it into an NFT and attach their name to it and they have to buy it from you. That's hilarious. I so it gets like off that. the internet. Yeah. Okay. And so it's like, I kind of like that. That's a good energy. Just be like, oh, that's an unwanted dick pic. I'm going to turn an NFT, attach your name to it and you have to buy it from me. That's, I mean, that is great, but I, I still don't understand oh. it. Um, out. Mm-hmm. So, um, the other person on the, um, you know, Black and Indigenous people of color list that have over a million followers in Bachelor Nation is um, Catherine Guidici. Oh, um, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. She was the winner of the 17th season of The Bachelor. Uh, okay. She's married to Sean Lowe, who is the former oh, Bachelor. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. 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 Um, she is Filipino, American, and Italian. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. again, so she's not, uh, she's not black, but she is a person of color. Gotcha. That makes sense. Okay. Um, yeah. So, like, exciting for him. I'm sure that was really, <laughs> I hope he doesn't regret being on the show for all the trauma, because, I mean, I'm sure this was his ultimate goal was to get Instagram followers and it succeeded. So true. Good job. Right. Uh, hope, hope it was worth it. But um, yeah, so then he comes back, starts talking about NFTs and then re-uploads all of his Instagram photos. But there is not a single Bachelor related one, including uh, so the only ones that include another Bachelor person is Tyler Cameron, who is his best friend um, and the reason he's on the show in the first place. But even the ones with like Hannah Brown from a previous season, not on his Instagram anymore. All mention of The Bachelor just scrubbed from him like a big middle finger in the air. <laughs> like, fuck you guys for what you did to me. I'm not going to advertise you even a single bit and not going to talk about it. I don't care. Yikes on bikes. Right? Because I was like, I didn't even realize he was back up because I do follow him on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, just because I was, um, you know, trying to just you know, be aware. And also like, I think yeah. he is a little bit interesting now. Um, yeah. and yeah, he went completely, he had, I guess, archived every single post or mm-hmm. whatever. I didn't realize that he had deleted so many. Um, yeah, but it's, just, it's insane. It's very like, hilarious. it's very telling like in an, in, like you said, in that interview right. where he was just like, I want nothing to do with it anymore. Yeah. Like it's very telling. The man's is done. <laughs> Yeah, because it he was like, done. yeah, Bill like straight up asked me, he goes, you're not going to go on uh, Bachelor in Paradise, right? He goes, because a lot of people go on Bachelor in Paradise and it ends up being a mistake. And mm-hmm. he just kind of laughs and he goes, nah, he goes, I think I'm done with the Bachelor universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, it was an experiment for him that I think he, he think, I think he bit off a little bit more than he <laughs> could shoot there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not at his fault at all. No, he was no, just no, no, no. abused and manipulated. Oh, without a doubt. A hundred percent. And can you guys imagine if he had ended up on Claire slash Tasia's season of The Bachelorette? Oh. Like, could you imagine? Actually, that probably would have well, been better for him, to be yeah, honest. I was say, I mean, actually, he wouldn't have gotten as many followers, but 
I'm, I'm thinking about this now, and I feel like Matt, as a contestant, they would actually show off his personality more. So people get to know I think him. So too. But mm-hmm. I feel like he truly, as much as he says he's over, like he's not going to go back to Bachelor stuff, I feel like he learned a lot about himself. And he kind of like mentions that on like the on Bill's podcast. He he mentions that he's like kind of learned a lot about who I am. So I mean, I don't know. I'm happy he did it. I guess because I feel like he did truly find something. Yeah, he, he was also like the catalyst that broke the Bachelor. So <laughs> yeah. We'll, oh my God! We'll, yes. We'll forever be in his debt for at least like outing Chris Harrison and his horrible reign and. <laughs> all of that but yeah and it's 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 gonna be interesting what happens with chris harrison i feel like he'll come back eventually oh yeah 100 well okay that then we can go into our final bit of news which is chris harrison related uh in which he hired a big time lawyer uh previously who represented gabrielle union who sued uh, I think ABC or NBC for mm-hmm. the way they like showcased her on the, on a show hosting. Um, so it either indicates that he is like pulling out the big guns to be like, stop, like you can't tell me I can't host a bachelorette, like fuck with me. Or I'm, I, I'm sure this man has just like archives and archives and archives of evidence from he's been there since season one. Yeah. Right. He could bury that show in the ground like, <laughs> if he wanted to. So it's like, if he doesn't want to leave, do they really have the power to kick him out? Probably not. I don't think so. I, don't yeah, like- I think his hand is too far in too, too many pots mm-hmm. with The Bachelor and Bachelorette and, and Paradise. Because doesn't he exec produce Par- uh, Bachelorette and Paradise? The whole franchise, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think he exec Bachelor. produces Bachelor, though. Really? Mm. I, okay. I'm going to double check double check because so, I feel like, like he's the Ryan Seacrest of Bachelor he like- has like two goals like yeah. he either can't he either just wants money so he's going to settle and then dip out and not be involved with Bachelor anymore or he doesn't want to leave and he will pull out the big guns to stay it's probably so, he knows he yeah. knows like without the Bachelor he has granted he could settle and he can like live off that money he left the money he's made and the settlement money for the rest of his life he could public like think of all the like mid america housewives that like are defending him and love him so yeah. much he could release a tell all book and make millions and millions <sighs> exactly. of dollars he'll be fine uh, <laughs> yeah just realize like the long game is best that he still hosts these shows mm-hmm. which i mean he's as like as somebody who looks at it like from a marketing point of view is like he's not wrong like He's no. young enough to yeah. be like this host because people, fun fact, don't like change, <laughs> especially when it comes yeah. to their routine <laughs> television experiences. Anytime a new a host leaves or sadly mm-hmm. dies, like what's happening with uh, Jeopardy right now is going to be very interesting with Alex Trebek passing away. Um, right. Where they go, because right now it's a bunch of guest hosts. But anyways. Yeah, but it never does well for ratings. So. No, 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 it doesn't. The only one that's like successfully done it was like Price is Right. Like when Bob Barker retired and then uh, Drew Carey took over, for some reason it worked really well and people just latched <laughs> onto Drew Carey and then like, here he goes. But for the most part, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It's interesting because clearly there's something happening. Like he's yeah. unhappy or worried or feels the need to like 
threaten them because he's hiring this big lawyer. So oh, yeah. things are not well or, for or him right now. Or he's covering his ass. He might just be straight up just mm-hmm. in case something happens. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. I'm very curious to see what he does. Like, if he does actually sue them, I'd be very surprised because I think before he could do that, they would probably settle and pay yeah. him off. They can't go. It'd be like Ryan Seacrest suing American Idol. Like, yeah. Unless he just like really wants to go scorched earth. Because I also have a feeling that he's been being used as a scapegoat like a lot. Like what if it comes out that all of the things Chris Harrison said in the interview was not his opinion and he actually was being like forced to push that narrative by the show. Like the producers were like, we need to stand up for our own girl here. She won. Like you can't like you. I mean, that's logical. Like to be like, Hey, it's not like unbelievable that that would be true. Right. Like she is the, they knew at that time she was the winner. She mm-hmm. won the Bachelor season. We can't have the winner of our show be dragged like this. You need to stand mm-hmm. up for her. Holy shit. Yeah. That makes why like, hire a lawyer. Right. Because like he's, and, and if he's getting, like maybe he agreed to do that because he's like, okay, yeah, for the good of the show. And now he's getting kicked off the show. He'd be like, yeah. oh, fuck you guys. Like I would, I'm not saying like Chris Harrison's a good person or like that's, I'm just saying it is a possibility that wouldn't supposed super surprise me because the like producers are just this like enigma that nobody <laughs> that just doesn't have a face to it and they can well, easily yeah. put things on chris harrison's face and like hide in the shadows like they do like he yeah. might have went into that interview like as an employee he was like all right my yeah. boss is saying i have to say this right wild that's actually it's actually gonna act like make this logical that makes who sense. Who knows? I mean, it's still a shitty thing to do. Like, has well, he said yes. a lot of shitty stuff? But it yeah, adds I mean, a different light to it, right? I mean, it, it, he's not the only enemy for sure. Like, the yeah. show itself clearly has that same mentality that they're Wild. pushing that narrative and use it. They're throwing all of the blame on him. <laughs> he just like broke my brain so, for the night. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I, I like it. It feels good. <laughs> I would like to announce also in my non-extensive Googling, I've yes. um, heard the Hollywood Reporter, he does exec produce all three shows. All three. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. So I, I stand corrected. You do. Enjoy your loss. That's hey, right. I, a bitch can admit when she's wrong. <laughs> Disappear yeah, from the that. screen. Take away your video. In shame. Aria snoring is getting louder and louder. Oh my God, is that ah, She's fine. <laughs> We, we all have we all know what it is now yeah. yeah i'm trying to think if there's any more like major tea though uh i have a fun fun story that i love fun stories it's not really like tea but it's um because yeah, i think we're done with like stories for the night this would be like you know quick fun episode but love it so uh yeah my final tidbit of news is i don't know if you follow serena c on instagram i do okay so she um I don't remember she was one of the Asian women on this previous season. She had like, this mm-hmm. killer boots. She basically was not shown at all. Uh, she also kind of had like some mean girl moments with Katie. Uh, mm-hmm. yes. Questionable. Um, where she was kind of just like, she was the whole like you're igniting and starting. You're like a little fire starter. That whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So I follow her on Instagram because she's like a fucking fashion icon. Like she's so No, cool. she is. And <laughs> she's from the Bay. So like represent. She's from the Bay. But she's moving to New York. But yes, I did see that um, today, which is very upsetting, but yeah. whatever. So she's been posting um, stories recently about the fact that she's doing cool sculpting 
mm-hmm. which is like a process where they like, I don't even know, they like freeze your fat and then like massage it. It's supposed to like, it's just supposed to like sculpt your abs basically to like, yeah, like it kind of like disperses the fat. So it's <laughs> not like wild. just Wait, sitting what? at the top. Yeah. So like, you know, oh God. It's not going to like, it's not going to like remove fat. It's not like liposuction, well, yeah, but, but it's like, like, if you already like, if you just don't have muscle definition, it almost like stimulates your muscles yeah. to look like you have muscle stimulation. Yeah. Like, so like, it, yeah. It like right. kind of like re- redistributes your fat cells and like makes them appear smaller. Okay. So that you do have more muscle definition. Like a lot of people do it in their abs and people do it like on their like inner legs. I've seen people do it in their arms and like chin area. Um, There's also injectables for that. There's a lot of different methods you can do. Just like shit people with money do to look hotter than the rest of us. Right. (laughs) Which like respect if I, if my job was what I looked like. Oh, it's super expensive. And like, if my job was what I looked like, then I 100% mm-hmm. would invest in shit like this to, you know, whatever. Like if I could afford just in like a, just time and the money and the energy into like getting injections or whatever on my face to like not have weird wrinkles and whatever, I wrinkles. totally would. Oh, thank you. But I, you just can't see them something in the dark right now. Oh my God, no, stop no, it. no, no, no. I, I, don't, I don't see one weird wrinkle at all. Oh, oh thanks. But uh, anyway, I just, <laughs> I thought it was awesome because... Uh, I, I was having this conversation with somebody recently about how um, it was on Twitter with some people, uh, some cosplayers. They're basically talking about like, like I just like this one girl. She was like, full disclosure: here's a picture of you with no filters and no makeup on. Like my skin's fucked up, and I filter every picture I have. And I just want everybody to know that because like this is realistic. Like right. I want people to look at me and think. Like, oh, look at this flawless person. Why can't I? It's like, no, I'm not. Like, I fake, I'm fake. Like, I fake that yeah. for pictures for an art, like an art form, right? And I was like talking with her about it a little bit because we're like mutuals on Twitter. And I was just like, like, I super appreciate this because like there's just these unrealistic expectations people get from social media and w- with filters and all of that, you know, and not being your real genuine self. But then there's also an argument for like, well, I'm trying to emulate this character. So, you know, I'm gonna edit out my acne because I don't want that to distract from the fact that like I'm Supergirl or, you know, whatever you're doing. So it was a whole conversation I had. And then when I saw Serena's story and I was just like, I just appreciate this because the amount of influencers that are like out Mm -hmm. there, just like all they're doing is like, hello, poof, here I am. I am perfect. My skin is flawless. I am a twig and perfect in every way. (laughs) Yeah. And look at my beautiful outfit. It is perfect. I am perfect. And like, it's like I get it right like I don't like showing off my faults or anything either but just the fact that Serena was like so like honest about it like hey I'm doing this I'm gonna just like document the whole thing and show you and like I don't want to lie and be like I got these abs at the gym because I didn't so yeah Yeah. (laughs) so I just super appreciated it so I actually dm'd her and I said that (laughs) <laughs> I was like, like, hey, I just want to let you know, I super appreciate this. I wish more people like on social media and influencers were more open with like taboo, taboo beauty techniques. Um, and it's just really interesting. And thank you. And she responded. And oh, she's like, like, she liked it. And she's like, I was like, of course, I'm not, I'm not going to lie and say I got it at the gym and like a little like laughing emoji. So I was like, that was nice that she like, yeah, that is nice. Yeah. So cool. that, that's all. That's my other that's thing. That's fun. That's a fun fact. Yeah. I like that. That is fun. Yeah. Fun. Wow. Did you plug the podcast? <laughs> no. What the? I, f- 
Damn it, want, Christina. I don't want to push my luck, all right? She responded <laughs> to my one comment. <laughs> I was too nervous to say anything back. So I just like double tap liked it. And that was <laughs> And then you just left it. You're like, ah, I'm going to run. <laughs> yeah. Well, damn. There was a chance. It's gone now. No, maybe I'll, I'll just keep sliding into DMs <laughs> and Bachelor Nation. And maybe eventually they'll accept me as one of their own. And then I, and then I can I support start. it. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> We'll see. oh goodness well that's fun that is fun yeah, yeah. i don't think yeah. anybody's ever nobody's responded to my like i don't think i really like try to get, slide into like slow quote-unquote celebrities no. or famous people i don't or i don't think i've actually ever done that before but i just like i was like well i feel like she's enough of like a like she's an is influencer so she probably like yeah and she's yeah probably like looks at her phone enough to like look at her dms and stuff and you know i'm not like some creepy dude hitting on her so maybe she'll actually I, like i just <laughs> legitimately want to tell her that i appreciate that she's being right. open and honest like i'm not so yeah yeah i was like i i'm even if she doesn't respond to this i don't really care i just want to like tell her i appreciate what she's doing yeah i like that um, I, I think that's my main disadvantage they like just yeah. see my profile picture like oh another dude and i'm in there like you're a great <laughs> human right <laughs> really like your personality that's yeah. funny. That's like, so funny. awesome, creepy guy. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I say nice things as I scroll to scroll to no, I'm a nice guy. I really am. I'm not like the other boys. I'm not saying some cheesy pickup line as I get scrolled away. Yeah. Well, at least one of us made it. Proud of you. I made it. Thanks. You did it. You did it. Well, let's see. Uh, anything else we want to discuss? I think that was all hot goss I had. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the, the, the main tidbits. Um, Katie is officially filming her season right now. Yes, They're out of quarantine. None of them They've had her. night ones. Yep. Uh, pretty soon things will start coming out about her contestants, I'm sure. So yep. that'll be. No. Fun. Yeah. Again, I would say they're, deserve, all their Instagrams so. have been linked, leaked or prom- yeah. posted or whatever. Um, everyone all of them are private. Private. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to, uh, <laughs> I tried to add the the doctor, the the like hot doctor from San Diego. Hot doctor from San Diego. <laughs> um, uh, I would say similarly. I tried to add the guy from our our town. There's a guy uh, from yeah, our town. A, there's a guy from Walnut Creek. What? Yeah, there's yeah. actually a lot of like Californians and several like San Diego adjacent. There's a people. dude from Walnut Creek. What's his name? Yeah, I want to say it's like Andrew something. I looked at all I, of them to see if I had I tried to, and I don't. <laughs> No, I did the same thing. And um, yeah. I even looked him up on Facebook and found his Facebook and couldn't find anything. So huh. that's funny. Yeah, but well. they did a good job of scrubbing things clean for this one. Except for the guys who are clearly attention whores that kept, like, we're like, nope, we're keeping our shit open, wide open. Yeah. Come look at it. Uh, and all of those yeah. are like perfectly like aesthetic Instagram profiles. It's like, you, like, all right, we know what you're after. Like, yeah, like guys with eight packs and think yeah. their shit does dig. Apex sounds yeah. exhausting. That just sounds. Ugh. Yeah, I like getting cool much. sculpted. It's okay. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> cool sculpted. Like, I well, it's have... even better because like she probably didn't even pay for it. Yeah, no, it's probably a sponsorship because she even like yeah. was filming while they were doing it and linked the yeah. name of the place she was at. It's like yeah, it, yeah. if it wasn't free, I would do it was that discounted. too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Yeah, like I already, I already go to the gym like almost every morning. Like I. Apex, I don't even, I don't want to know how to get there. It sounds exhausting. It's like so much work. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing my best to just like stay normal size, like <laughs> normal looking, you know, like I, I don't actually understand people that have like muscles that show. Like I, it's 
sounds like so much work. Yeah, Thanks. like I went from plus size to straight size. I'm good. <laughs> like, yeah. like, just gonna keep it here at the average. Yeah, I'm good. I'd I like my size 10 situation yeah. that I have going on right now. If I was in like the Renaissance era, I would be like the ideal body type. So I'm um, right? go, going with that. Yeah. <laughs> For the wrong decade. But it was. You. Should have been a Da Vinci painting. It would have been <laughs> big old nose and big hips. It's like perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. I was going to say, hey, you know what? Do it with class because you got big asses, you know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, I'm proud, of both you. I'm proud of both of you. You guys got a Thanks. slogan tonight. Uh, yeah. I couldn't join the slogan, but, you know, I squat. Hey, to be oh. fair, you've gone from literally no ass when we first met to, like, you uh-huh. have, like, a little bit of a booty now. A little. I'll take a little bit of a booty. I don't try on the booty, you know what I mean? A lot of six in the morning squats. I'm yeah, proud, like, of, I would, proud of all of us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I would almost go as far as to say when I met you, you almost had an inverted ass. So really, wow. you come, come yes. a long way. Wow, my entire life was just a total mess then. Who are you telling? <laughs> an inverted ass. Huh. Like that's how flat it was. Wow. Thanks. I'm picturing that. It's horrifying. Yeah. Well, I lived it apparently and didn't know it. So. <laughs> when you sat down, when you got back up, was it like a suction cup? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So like, chairs who I get brought the whippy cushion to class again? And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's just how I built. It's just how I built. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, this is getting weird. We should probably stop. Yeah, that's a good good place to end. That's where I like to leave my podcasts. On With inverted assholes. Jokes. <laughs> uh, oh, goodness gracious. All right. Well, um, nothing left. Nothing else. Uh, in that case, Christina, yes. have you watched Blade? Not yet. Goddamn, Christina. Sorry. It's been very <laughs> right. busy, okay? Here's your homework. Watch it this weekend. I we'll talk about it next week. We'll watch it this weekend. Yeah. Watch sure. it uh, whenever. We'll tweet uh, at you all weekend until you do you it. You have until next. I'm going to be out next week, but the week after that, I could. Deal. <sighs> Fine. You have two weeks to watch Blade. Okay. I will do it. All right. Two weeks. That's a long enough time. Um, in that case, the next time you hear all of us together, we'll be talking about Blade. So uh, whoever's listening, you have two weeks to watch Blade. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be shwing, great. Swing, That's my blade sound. I don't know anything about this movie. That's exactly <laughs> what the movie's like. That's right. That's How did you know? Have you already watched it? Oh my God. Yeah, I was actually in that movie. You were in that movie? <gasps> were you Blade? <laughs> I am Blade. Hello. She was the Blade. I am the Blade. <laughs> All right, I'm ending this before we get stupid, stupid. Okay, uh, well, in that case, say goodbye to everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.